0: Tim Burton has such an interesting aesthetic. It's hard to find a recent director whose visual aesthetic has become so universally immediately recognizable. But what influences this style? We're going to be tracing one influence of his back to early 1900s Germany. In post-World War I Germany, the government placed a ban on imports. This included foreign films. The German people wanted to go see films, so this caused a massive influx of German-made films. The country went from producing 24 films in 1914 to 130 films in 1918, just four years later. German directors began making films that represented the German mindset post-World War I. This style would become known as German Expressionism. German Expressionism portrays the world not subjectively. The overall scenic, and production design produced a feeling of dreamlike unreality and psychological tension for the viewer. Among the most distinctive features are sharply exaggerated backdrops and landscapes with high color contrasts, typically relying heavily on the use of shadows and silhouettes to heighten a feeling of tension or dread. Sets with jagged edges and alternately rounded, tilted, or visually disjointed and discombulated spaces are another key element. One of the first key films was The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, The script was inspired by the lives of Hans Janowitz and Karl Mayer. They were both pacifists, and fighting in World War I left them distrustful of authority. The film tells the story of the deranged Dr. Caligari and his faithful sleepwalking Caesar, and their connection to a string of murders in a German mountain village. Caligari presents one of the earliest examples of a motion picture frame story, in which the body of the plot is presented as a flashback as told by Francis. Francis is the narrator... He and his friend Alan visit a carnival in the village where they see Dr. Caligari and Caesar, whom the doctor is displaying as an attraction. Caligari brags that Caesar can answer any question he is asked. When Alan asks Caesar how long he has to live, Caesar tells Alan that he will die tomorrow at dawn, a prophecy which turns out to be fulfilled. Francis, along with his girlfriend Jane, investigate Caligari and Caesar, which eventually leads to Jane's kidnapping by Caesar. Caligari orders Caesar to kill Jane, but the hypnotized slave relents after her beauty captivates him. He carries Jane out of her house, leading the town folks on a lengthy chase. Francis discovers Caligari is the head of the local insane asylum and with the help of his colleagues discovers that he is obsessed with a story of a previous Dr. Caligari who had used a somnambulist to murder people as a traveling act. Caesar falls to his death during the pursuit and the townsfolk discover that Caligari had created a dummy of Caesar to distract Francis. After being confronted with the dead Caesar, Caligari breaks down and reveals his mania and is imprisoned in his asylum. This is one of the first movies, though, with a twist ending. So, spoiler alert: the influential twist ending reveals that Francis's flashback is actually his fantasy. Caligari is his asylum doctor, who, after this revelation of his patient's delusion, claims to be able to cure him. I think one of Burns' film is directly inspired by *The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari*. The movie *Edward Scissorhands*. You can see the influence. In Edward Scissorhands aesthetic. The non-realistic locations, extreme camera angles, also Edward's look seems to have been partly inspired by Caesar. Caesar is also very pale, wears black and has dark makeup around his eyes. It also seems like Burton liked the look of Dr. Caligari, because in another movie, Batman, Dr. Caligari looks very similar to Danny DeVito's Penguin. German Expressionism also can be traced back to burton's days at disney before burton worked at disney he attended cal arts at cal arts burton animated several short films and developed his signature style as an illustrator of characters with exaggerated features one of his student works called stock of the celery monster got him attention from Walt Disney Studios, which brought him in as an apprentice after his graduation from Cal Arts. He was largely regulated to producing concept art for films like 1981's The Fox and the Hound and 1983's The Black Cauldron. The work he did went unused. Burton would later say, I couldn't even fake the Disney style. Also while at Disney, Burton released a short film, Frank and Winnie*. In 1984, it tells the story of a young boy who tries to revive his dog as it is run over by a car. Filmed in black and white, it stars Barrett Oliver, Sherry Duvall, and Daniel Stern. After Frank and Winnie was completed, Disney fired Burton under the pretext of him spending the company's resources on a film that'd be too dark and scary for children to see. I love how Burton is influenced by German Expressionism, and he's bringing it back as something that can be more more mainstream. It'll be really interesting to see what kind of films Burton does going forward. Thanks for joining us on On Directors.